Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 35 of the Own the Moment podcast. My name is TJ Lasig. I'm one of the co-founders here at OTM, and I'm back for another edition of the Weekly Recap Podcast, where I will be giving a quick 20 to 30-minute recap of this week in NBA Top Shot. I do want to start off by shilling, as I always must. If you could please go ahead and leave us a five-star review in the Apple Podcast Store. If you have enjoyed the show so far, it would be very much appreciated. All right, let's dive right into it here. So had another busy week over here at OTM. We had Mike Levy at MBL267 on Twitter on the Monday show for the weekly tip-off. thought it was a, really a great show. Mike always has a ton of insightful things to say. Particularly enjoyed the fast break segment that we did where we went through five questions and had a little bit of a back and forth kind of around the horn, horn style between Mike and Justin. Both of them had a ton of thoughts on you know how we can improve the marketplace in Top Shot. Thought that they both had a lot of fantastic insight there. So highly recommend checking that out if you have not already. And then we dove a little bit deeper into these concepts on Wednesday night's show as well. So we had put out a Twitter thread around the eight ways for Top Shot to increase the value of mo- moments in the marketplace. And we walked through that in depth on Wednesday night's show with Justin. Again, a lot of good talk around the concept of burning moments around adding utility to the moments. And basically, as we've always said, working backwards from this idea that in order to increase the value of these moments that are existing in the marketplace, it always comes down to this formula of the money that is coming in needs to be greater than the money that is going to Dapper plus the money that is being withdrawn from the ecosystem. So I think we, you know, I've come to the conclusion that there has to be some way to make some sort of profit or at least the hope of making profit in order for Top Shop to succeed long term. So we really dove into that a bit deeper on Wednesday's show and and thought it was a a great conversation that we had with Justin. Um, I would also, you know, just recapping the week that we had. So we had the throwdowns pack drop. On Monday, which caused a ton of buzz because this was really the the first, you know, kind of negative EV pack drop that we've had. So there were 76,000 packs that were up for grabs, 75,000 available on the rebound as well. The price was $149. And I think for a lot of people that opened their pack, they did not end up with $149 worth of value, which I know is a frustrating experience. And it's the first time that we've really seen that in this new age of top shot. So I'll, I'll be getting into my specific throwdowns pack a little bit later, can talk through what I opened and kind of the value there relative to the price. But it, it's, you know, it is the case that not every pack is a slam dunk anymore. And it's something that we had always talked about that over time, eventually the expected value of a pack is going to have to become closer and closer to the actual price that it costs to purchase. Now, I do, I do not think that the EV could be substantially lower than the purchase price. So I'm sure that this is something that the Dapper team is going to be working on in terms of finding that right balance between the cost to purchase the pack relative to the contents that are expected to come within it. With that Throwdowns pack, we've also had the Throwdowns 1 challenge announced. So we can take a quick look at that. It is for the Blake Griffin Dunk Reward. Right now, 
Looks like it's going for a low ask of $882. We've had 204 people complete it thus far. It's going to be wrapping up on Monday, so still a couple more days to take a look at this challenge we will be doing. I'm sure the, the Herzig bot will be in the lab sometime before Monday coming out with the, the expected value calculations or just you know kind of his view on whether or not it's worth it to complete the challenge. We've seen a pretty steady ramp up occurring here in terms of the people that have eight of nine. Anthony Edwards is in the highest demand right now, which is not surprising given that he is the most expensive moment in this particular challenge. But yeah, we can can check that out there. And if we go to the sets page and just look at throwdowns in general, we can get a little bit of a vibe for the fact that, you know what? Yeah, it, it's not quite slam dunk EV wise. So if we go here and we sort by the lowest ask, Remember, this was a $149 pack to acquire, and there's only four throwdown moments that are going for over that $150 mark right now. So a lot of the times what we had seen in the past, especially in a rare or legendary, is that whatever rare or legendary moment that you get in itself all alone is worth more than the cost of the pack, and that has not been the case for this throwdowns one. So if you were able to pull the Edwards, the Zion, the Ja, or the Russell Westbrook, you, you automatically kind of make your money back there. But once you get below that, things can get a little bit dicey. And if we sort the other way, some of these moments are only going for around 60 bucks. And as we know, you, you also got five common moments with that. But for the majority of them, they're going in that 3 to $5 range. So I understand why people are frustrated by this. And it's something that is not a great experience. But... Remember, when we're opening a pack, we're kind of hoping for that upside, right? Hoping that I know there was a number one LeBron out of 35K that was still out there when Justin and I were opening. We're hoping for, hoping for that. We're hoping to pull the jaw, the Zion, etc. So I did just want to call out that fact there. And the other new thing that came about with the result of, of this pack was the idea of the collector score. So I can go over here and... We, again, we reviewed this early in the week, but for anyone that hasn't been up to date on it, the Top Shot team introduced the concept of a collector score where you basically get points awarded for every single moment that you have in your collection. You get a little bit extra value for Series 1 versus Series 2. You get some extra value for challenge rewards. So for anyone that's watching on YouTube, you can see all the, the point values here. Long story short, for the Throwdowns pack, the minimum collector score required was 220 points, which honestly is was a pretty low bar. I think you really only need to own eight or so moments in order to, to meet that requirement. So there shouldn't have been any people that were upset thinking that this was too high of a bar or too difficult to accomplish. But I also do expect this to be something that the Top Shot team will continue to iterate on over time. I personally would love to see a little bit more of a kind of recency bias to it, right? So rewarding people that are active in the marketplace in the recent future. This is, again, something that we discussed this week, but to me, it shouldn't just be, okay, I got my collection early on. Now I have a, a this collector score that makes me eligible for the long-term, even if I'm no longer buying at all or participating in the marketplace. So I'm sure that we'll continue to see this grow over time, but did want to call out that, the collector score is now a thing. And then we can also on our 
website, otmnft.com, we did go ahead and add collector score to the account valuation page. So if you're out there wondering what your collector score is or wondering what anyone else's collector score is, you can see it right here on the website next to your account valuation. All right. The other big thing that was announced this week is the showcase quest. So this is, there had been a lot of talk around what is going to happen for the remainder of the Cool Cats pertaining to the Cool Cats Master Challenge with the LaMelo Ball reward. And we got some visibility into that this week. So they are creating or have created what they're calling the showcase quest. And so this is, is not a challenge in the traditional sense. It's also different from the original showcase challenge that we saw previously. And what this is, is basically if you are able to create a showcase that meets their requirements, you will then get sent the Ben Simmons Cool Cat reward. So we have, as a part of this challenge or as a part of this quest, any three seeing stars moments, any three dunk moments by a center, any three assist moments by a point guard, and then you need to create your showcase with hashtag quest in the title, and then you will become eligible for that Ben Simmons. So you can see here, I have gone ahead created my showcase, the hashtag quest for LaMelo. I've got three seeing stars moments. I decided to just stack up the Brooklyn Nets here. So I went with the Durant reward that I have. I went with the James Harden, Kyrie Irving. They filled out my seeing stars, my center dunks. We've got Jokic, our boy here at OTM with the dunk. I mean, come on. Anytime you can throw Mason Plumlee into the mix, you got to give a little Mason Plumlee dunk some action. Carl Anthony Towns. I really wanted an Embiid dunk, but uh, the only Embiid dunk I had was the seeing stars one. And I didn't want to overly load up on the seeing star. So decided to leave my boy Embiid out of this one. And then for our point guards with assists, we've got Steph Curry, Lonzo Ball, and Chris Ball. Three classic moments there. So yeah, here I am. And then uh, you can actually check out our friend Moment Nerd on Twitter. Tweeted out a tool that he created where you can go ahead and enter your, show, your username. And it'll show whether or not you have an eligible showcase and making sure that you are meeting all of the requirements. So we have been asked if we are going to add anything regarding this quest to our website. And, and we decided that we are, are not going to, at least this time around, if this becomes more of an ongoing trend, we will certainly look to make sure that we get something up and running on the otmnft.com website to support people. But as far as this one-off particular quest, we uh, do not have any intentions of adding that to the website. All right, I think that really covers the majority of the, the quick hits from this week, and there's some other biggish news going on, but I want to jump into my TJ's top three takeaways of the week. Going to touch on some of the things that we've already discussed briefly today, but the number one takeaway that I have is that, as we just said, yes, neutral EV slash negative EV packs are a thing now. We've had reservation packs dropping on a weekly basis that's going to continue to flood the bottom of the market with these moments so speaking of which we have one of the reservation packs from last week they're going to be dropping today so beginning at 2 p.m eastern today friday right now it's just shy of 8 a.m eastern time here at 2 p.m the queue will begin to open you will have 72 hours so you'll have until monday at 2 p.m eastern time to go ahead and purchase your pack if you did reserve one. And they're also experimenting with a little bit of a, of a trivia game, they said. So don't know exactly how this is going to work, but for the hour before the queue begins, starting at so starting at 1 p.m., they're going to open up the waiting room, 
and they're going to have some sort of trivia game in the waiting room where you can participate in this trivia and somehow win packs. So I'll probably be checking that out, and you guys can as well. All right, so on Wednesday's show, I opened up my throw pa- throwdowns pack along with Justin, and here are my results. So I was able to pull the Miles Bridges. That was my dunk showdown throwdown moment. And that was one of the better ones that I could have pulled in this pack, which is convenient for me because it gets me to that $140 low ask. You can see I also pulled Michael Mulder, Mason Plumley, Brandon Ingram, Paul Millsap, and Hamadou Diallo. And so pretty much each of those common moments is going for $3 with the exception of the Paul Millsap, which is the 12,000 LE. And that brings the total low ask right now of the moments that I secured in this pack to $158 which, as we can see, is pretty much neutral EV, slightly above what I paid, $149 for the pack. And that was even with me getting the Miles Bridges, which, again, is one of the the higher-valued moments that I could have received. So it does go to show that, yes, it was not an automatic slam dunk. I did not make a ton of money off of this pack. I still enjoyed the process of going through it. I still gave myself the upside of pulling a jersey number, a number one, you know, getting that LeBron. So to me, it's going to become a decision going forward for everyone of, do I want to get this pack? Do I think that it's worth it? And that's up for every person to make that decision on their own. And, you know, if if you don't think that it's worth it to get packs, there's nothing wrong with that. But what frustrates me a little bit is people complaining that the packs are are not plus EV. I mean, nothing is owed to us. We're, We're not you know, we're not entitled to free money. So it just becomes a little bit of a of a different game here. And we'll see how the Dapper team adjusts. Maybe the next rare pack is going to be down to $99 again instead of the 150 which would make it a little bit closer to, I think, what the majority of the packs were worth. So just thought that that was interesting. Uh, the second takeaway that I have, I'm going to actually jump right back to the showcase quest because I really think that this is a cool concept, a cool idea, and continues to show innovative thoughts from the Dapper team. And I I like the fact, I like a couple things about this. Number one, for people like myself that have a pretty substantial collection, I was able to put this together without having to make any additional purchases on the marketplace. And so, yeah, I realized that everyone is not in that situation, but I think that that's a cool concept. And even if people did not have all nine already, if you've been an avid collector, I think there's a good chance you had at least four or five of these moments already. And you're, you're halfway along your journey. I also think that because it casts such a wider net, right? Any seeing stars moment, any center with a dunk, any point guard with an assist, we're not going to see, I don't think, the massive cliff drop-off that we've seen in the challenges. So when this, the quest is over, maybe the these types of moments see a slight dip afterwards, but it's not going to be as stark because there's so many different options that you could be choosing from and it's not all consolidated on a couple of moments. The other thing that we can see with this, we can take a look at at seeing stars, right? And see that when this happened, we did see a spike in the, the seeing stars prices right away. And then it's come back down a bit. So if I'm going to go to the website here, I'm going to zoom in. I mean, you can see the little blip that happened. And then it's it's been pretty consistent since. But seeing stars had hovered right around 1750 or so for a while and see that when the quest was announced, we jumped up to the 2200, 2300 range. It's come back down a little bit ever since then. 
but it's not the massive, massive spikes that we see in challenges. And again, I don't expect a, a massive dip at the end. So I like this idea. I think it's a way to continue to drive engagement without creating that negative experience that has really started to happen in the challenges in terms of people losing money out off of it. And obviously that's, that's a poor experience. Nobody wants to be losing money. And I think that this is a good way to continue to drive the core purpose of the challenge, which is really around collecting and collecting to receive an additional moment. Keep in mind, this Ben Simmons Cool Cat will not be considered a reward moment. So it'll just be a, a standard Cool Cat common, but it will be needed in order to complete the Lamello Master Challenge. And my takeaway number three is we may have some signs of marketing from the Top Shot team because we had our friends over at FanDuel tweeting out about Top Shot this week, and that is exciting stuff. So first started with a, a Top Shot giveaway that FanDuel was tweeting out. Retweet their tweet, follow FanDuel, all that good stuff. A random winner selected is going to get a purchase. But then even more exciting, we had what is, I believe, the first of, of a series of events where you can play contests on FanDuel that are free to buy in. And the top 70 finishers in this one, for example, will win a pack. So I think that this is a, a really, really cool concept. Um, I think that it's the first sign that we've seen of of true kind of paid marketing, partnership marketing. I think that FanDuel is a great company for the Top Shot team to be operating with. We put out a tweet, you know, do we think that this brings more people from FanDuel to Top Shot or from Top Shot to FanDuel? I share this belief and it seemed to be the the overwhelming belief in the comments is that this is is much more likely to be bringing customers from FanDuel over to Top Shot. I do think that a core of the daily fantasy sports community is likely aware of Top Shot and especially the the harder core, more intensive users. But I also think that there's a large population of people out there that maybe still are not aware of Top Shot or, or haven't gotten into it. But hey, if they're already making an NBA fantasy FanDuel lineup, they might as well enter this contest as well. Maybe they go ahead and win themselves a pack. Now all of a sudden they're signing up for FanDuel, getting themselves involved. So really, really positive sign here and something that I was personally super excited to see as a, as an avid FanDuel player myself. Now it is time for TJ's tilt of the week. And, you know, for me this week, it was really just about people that want everything for free. They want everything to go in their way, right? When the packs were overwhelmingly expected value, everybody said when packs, when packs, when packs, we want more packs. Now we've seen things shift and the packs are not as EV. And now people are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't want any more packs. There's too many packs. Stop giving us packs. People, we cannot have it both ways. And <laughs> we put a tweet out about this, but it's just, it's a little frustrating to me. And the other thing that, that I personally get a little bit frustrated with is people that are trying to tell us that we are shilling for Top Shot and that, you know, we're only acting like everything is good. And I, I don't feel like we do that. And if we do, like I, I'm very open to that honest feedback, but I feel like we try to take a very objective view about the state of the marketplace. And yes, things are not looking good right now. That is true. That is a fact. I do not feel that at the moment we've tried to dance around that at all. And it is what it is. There's going to continue to be ups and downs on this journey. We will continue to state that we believe in this product for the long term. We believe in the, the concept of NFTs, the vision that the Dapper Labs teams has, 
we enjoy the experience of collecting, completing the challenges, all of that good stuff. So we're going to stick with this. We are continuing along this journey through the good times, through the bad times. And I appreciate all the people that are listening to the show. I assume if you are taking the time to listen to this recap solo podcast, that you are one of the people that is on board with us here. And we do appreciate all of the support at OTM. But I did just have to vent a little bit about the, you know, the people that just want everything to go their way all the time and want to complain about it. And it's like, if you don't like it, then you don't have to be involved. For me, like, yeah, the marketplace has been bad, but that doesn't mean I'm not enjoying the Top Shot experience. I'm still enjoying, you know, providing this content. I'm still enjoying listening to other podcasts. I'm still enjoying all the awesome conversation that goes on on Twitter. Doesn't mean I have to be buying moments. I'm not buying moments right now. I don't think it's super smart to buy moments right now. Everything that you're buying is going down. I mean, I bought, we, we talked about the final showcase tournament and I bought a, a decent number of James Harden and Kyrie Irving moments and they've just gone down since. And it has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that that's the way the market is generally trending. So I don't know if that was the most coherent tilting rant that I've had, but be positive people. Enjoy, enjoy the moment, own the moment dare I say. Anyways, I'm going to close out the show by just giving a quick update here on the underdog weekly pick them from this week. So I took Vince Carter, Justin took Kevin Porter Jr., producer Coop took Julius Randle, and MBL, aka Mike Levy, took Joe Ingles. And as I just said, the market is down and everyone is slightly down at the moment. And unfortunately, it looks like Justin is the least down, which would put him in the front runner, but everyone's pretty close to neutral in terms of the price that they purchased at. I mean, Vince Carter went from 1500 to 1300. Kevin Porter Jr. has gone from 235 to 230. Julius Randle from 294 to 264. And Joe Ingles from 59 to 55. So not a ton of movement on either of those fronts. And yeah, we may need to implement a rule that you don't, it doesn't count if you don't get positive expected value. I mean, I can't. I can't stand to watch Justin continue to win because his his moments are only going down 5%. Like, ah, oh, just makes me sick. Okay, everyone, a little bit of a short one today. Remember to go out there and get those reservation packs starting at 2 p.m. Eastern time today. But remember also that you'll have all weekend to do so. There's really no need to do it right at 2 p.m. It's just going to be a longer line. You can get them at your leisure anytime throughout the weekend. So I am going to go ahead and call it a week. So for Justin, for producer Coop behind the scenes, I am TJ Lasig and we will see you guys next time.